Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Middle call! Baby, hey! Little emergency Sunday. Whoop, 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 whoop! Breaking news, Averin, breaking news? Niners break news Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You threw a tweet my way uh, through a text message, and I almost took down a pedestrian in the middle of a crosswalk. No, that's but not good. If I was going to go down for, uh, you know, manslaughter for texting, tweeting and driving, Debo signing would be the moment. You know, it would feel very symbolic of my of my career life. You know, I'd hate to put that on me and me and Debo would hate to wear that for you, John. So we're glad everybody's safe and everything. A little on Parag and a little on Tony, Tony Dandy or whatever that guy's name is. Always involved. Wasn't the John Lynch signing like a Sunday night? uh, I was sitting in my desk for that one, though. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, hey, what's up? A uh, big week ahead. Starting on Monday, we'll be going down to Niners Camp. We will be live on Monday. We'll have live shows post Niners Camp. We'll be doing that this week because we're going down to Santa Clara. Also starting on Monday, John. You know what starts on Monday? Uh, we have our friends Tito's back on board football season. Football Tito's Trey Lance Debo Shanahan Tito's son Tito's. Weekend Tito's. So you know what that time is again. A lot of a lot of posted pictures coming our way, guy, on social That's media. That's right. Debo Samuel has signed. Ian Rappaport tweeting at 438 Pacific. The numbers, a three-year, $73.5 million contract. Three-year extension, $73.5 million contract with $58 million guaranteed. 58.1 guaranteed, by the way. Ooh. So once upon a time, Jeff Darlington reported that Debo Samuel was demanding trade 
And on July 31st, Debo Samuel signed a contract to stay with the 49ers. They got it done. It's been a long road since that tweet, right? Because we had a draft. Would Debo be traded uh, leading up to the draft? And the draft happened. And I, I think it was pretty clear the moment that happened that they could not do it because they couldn't trade for future draft picks, right? And then you and I were at OTAs, and he showed up. Now, part of that was the financial incentive that now that they can't take it back. You know, if he didn't show up, it was $95,000. Even hell, if he got traded in the camp, he would still owe that money. Uh, so that was never going to happen. And, you know, it, it felt inevitable once these contracts were getting done. Kyle was very, very positive every time he talked about it. Now, the one guy, and it's going to be interesting, and he's avoided having a mic in front of his, his mouth, is Debo Samuel, who has not commented on this. Uh, I don't think he can avoid that starting tomorrow, where there, I'm sure there's a press conference, if not to, Yeah, I, I would imagine it's tomorrow. Uh, and he's going to get asked about this. Am interested. Uh, it wouldn't totally shock me, a little curveball. You know, I never totally asked. And, yeah, I see uh, a little bit of a backpedal. Uh, like a little, most DBs do when he's coming down the, you know, the sideline. But at the end of the day, when something like this gets done, who really cares about all that stuff? Even though it's it's still part of like it's something to kind of keep an eye on when you ask questions like, do you not want to be a running back anymore? All that type of stuff. But ultimately, money talks, shit walks. He's on the Niners. I think we all agree, Debo Samuel and Kyle Shanahan are just a perfect marriage. It's like little white slot receivers with Josh McDaniels, you know, or the Patriot offense. You know, they just certain things just fit. Debo Samuel, Kyle Shanahan has just, I mean, last year, but really it, the last several years when he's been on the field, it, it makes a lot of sense for what Kyle wants in his offense. I, I don't think either of us or anyone, hell, maybe even Debo quite realized how great he'd be as a running back. Uh, but. I, I would expect, you know, the, the greatness to continue. And I, I think Trey Lance, uh, who's getting, you know, no pads yet, been gonna getting his ass kicked to practice, should be very, very happy to have uh Top three defense, back. John, haven't you heard? That's why it's been happening. You know, you're right. I mean, this comes a week after the last Tuesday was when John Lynch and, and uh, Kyle Shanahan had their press conference. And Kyle Shanahan said, beyond a shadow of a doubt, Trey Lance is our quarterback. And since then, there have been practices, and Jimmy's been there, and Jimmy's been wearing the catapult bra on the sidelines, and Trey Lance has been wearing the helmet that talks to the head coach, and he's holding the football, and he's the guy behind center. And so – You think Jimmy's hiding in, like, uh, with the fans? Jimmy's I – mean, yeah, Jimmy could stroll over there with the fans. Yeah. Why not? Still yeah. under contract, getting paid to do something. I guess might as well go sign some autographs, take some pictures, kiss some babies. But this is – all part of this guy has to be there for the Trey Lance plan to work this year, right? Debo yeah. Samuel has to be there for the Trey Lance plan to work. And I think Trey Lance is part of the reason why they never really wanted to trade Debo. Um, in addition to the fact that Debo proved to be one of the most valuable players in the league last year. I mean, that's the primary reason. But the clock lines up for Debo Samuel to be in his prime as Trey Lance. He's 25 years old, Debo Samuel, this year. 26 years old, he turned in January, so 25 last year, 26 now. So in his mathematical prime, in his athletic prime, as Trey Lance is trying to make an NFL career for himself. Was it the only deal that got reported of substance was like the Jets pick 10 and a fifth rounder for like the Niners second rounder in Debo Samuel? It was something like everyone was like, that's never happening. It, right. it was such a terrible deal that it was so easy for the Niners to not even entertain and listen, we'd be naive to think there weren't other deals, but 
anyone, and if you're watching this, and obviously you and I, and I mean, a lot of people did because they played in a bunch of primetime games, witnessed what Debo did. He's just not someone you can get rid of. You know, he's not a replaceable player. Even when you do, and this is part of football, right? The math, the money, the draft pick, the future cost control, all that bullshit. At the end of the day, for the 49ers to be good, just like Nick Bosa, just like Trent Williams, you need to have 19. And part of football, and I think the Niners really showed this last year when they won two playoff games after climbing their way into the playoffs. And really, I would say three playoff games because that Week 18 game where Debo Samuel ran for a touchdown, threw a touchdown, and caught a pass on that final drive in regulation to like put them in position. Like He literally carried them to the playoffs. It was MVP like stuff from an individual. I know he didn't, you know, he he didn't he's one of the most valuable players in the league, period. Yeah. He was the most valuable player on a team that was in the NFC championship game last year to that team, right? Definitely one of the most irreplaceable, right? Like you couldn't is there another guy that you could have put in Debo's spot? Not that you would trade Matthew Stafford, the Rams, but the Rams, there are other quarterbacks that could do for the Rams what Matthew Stafford could do, right? If they could go just get any guy. It's hard to find. Like this is where to your point on Kyle and Debo. Not only is Debo one of the most valuable players in the league, he is most valuable to the he is more valuable to the 49ers than any other team. But like if the Niners, instead of having Debo last year, would have had Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase, they would have been screwed, right? Because Jimmy couldn't have just thrown it to them like they need to be thrown to, and they couldn't have done what he did at, just turned into a running back. Right. Or and DK part of it, Metcalf or AJ Brown, right? Yeah, they could not have done it. And part of it, you and I have just been been around them at practices for years. And the first time I remember going to a Niner training camp, I guess it would have been the year they won the Super Bowl, his rookie season. His body type is not your typical wide receiver, right? Crabtrees, Amaris, Ayukes. He looks like a running back. And let's face it, now we'll see if this changes with a new quarterback. Having Debo Samuel run the slants and, and you know, the deep ends, the, the plays that Kyle loves to run, he's fucking awesome at it. Because then once he gets the ball, it's just he breaks tackles in his, you know, in the scouting community. I, I don't know. You know, he's not like some 4-3 guy if you just put him in a combine right now. But his play speed is elite, right? Yeah. His play speed is is just top-notch. I mean, it's it's not quite Tyree Kill, but how often does Debo ever get caught? You know, it's, well, I mean, when it, when the line of scrimmage is the 25, it's almost never, you know, if he's got to go 70 yards, different story, but from the 25, from basically the red zone, we saw it last year, he scored a bunch of touchdowns. Yeah. So I think ideally this is where Trey Lance comes into play with his arm, arm strength. You can find the, the downfield element of the passing game and find some of that for Debo as well. But was it, was it in a mailbag or a comment? to us that Trey Lance has the best landing spot for a second-year quarterback since that Mahomes season. And, you know, do you, do you remember that question? I do remember that comment. I don't. It might have been a mailbag question that we got, yeah. And if you just think of what this guy gets to inherit as, you know, and Kyle even kind of said it, like he's like, I'm kind of looking at him like a rookie because he hasn't really played. It's weird, right, because he's a second-year guy, but, you know, he started two games. It's kind of like his rookie season as a full-time starter especially from the jump in training camp, he inherits a Pro Bowl tight end, a Pro Bowl ass-kicking wideback, a guy that his head coach thinks is going to be a stud in Brandon Ayuk, Juwan Jennings, who's an excellent third wide receiver, the best left tackle in the league, 
and a scheme that makes, you know, they have question marks at offensive line, and we'll see when the pads come on this week. You know, I'm, it's a big time for their offensive line the next couple weeks, right, to figure out, like, who's going to be the starters. But that's a position where in the zone scheme that you should be able to coach up and make functional guys. And then, obviously, I think it's – the defense was good last year. It's it's They have more weapons now because they have more DBs. Uh, it's a pretty incredible spot for a uh, – you know, for a young quarterback to kind of slide into. And and all of his guys are happy, right? Debo's now paid. Ayuk's in a great spot mentally. Kittle loves kind of being the star leader of the team. Ayuk's Trent, a leader too, honestly. Yeah, Trent Use check kicks a shit out of everybody. Use check 17 straight Pro Bowls. Uh, one thing just before we get to kind of the next part of the Debo conversation would be, I think we have to say it's a win for John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, who once again, we talked about it the other day, they bank on their ability to handle awkward situations. They did it with Jimmy and Trey. Now, part of that is they bet on the right guys, right? Jimmy Garoppolo is not a guy who's going to make a big, uh, going to create problems. Trey Lance can handle it. They bet wrong on Ruben Foster, who I saw was just about to trout for the Seahawks or something. Um, but they bet on their ability. To, yeah, they bet on their ability to fix this situation with Debo. They bet that they could talk to him enough and that they could find the solutions and the money, that the money would solve this problem. And uh, and they did. And it happens that, you know, A.J. Brown got his 57.2, and D.K. got 58.2, and Debo gets 58.1, and he gets a little more money than D.K. Uh, on the three-year extension, and he's under contract for, you know, in theory, four more years. So it all happened around the same numbers. Like you said, that's not Cooper Cup and Devontae and Tyreek numbers. But in the end, th- this group of guys all ended up in the same place in terms of money, two of them stayed. One of AJ Brown got traded. AJ well, Brown got I, I traded. would I would say the NFL historically and definitely most of our life. I don't care what team, whether you're the Patriots or whether you're the Jags. Weird situations happen. Every single team deals with them, and probably at minimum once a year. The, the, the crazier teams sometimes have it happen to them all the time, but it's it's unavoidable that you're going to have things like this that are just like, wait, our best player wants to trade kind of out of nowhere. And to me, there are two types of people, the Tomlins and the Andes that just always handle everything. And then they're just the coaches that feel sometimes over their heads and it just gets uglier and uglier. And it's like, you keep throwing kerosene on it. Happen to like the Adam Gases and the Freddie, Freddie kitchens. And usually the guys that don't last long. And you never truly know whenever you hire a new guy or a, or a group, how it's going to go. I would say that that has turned out to be one of their greatest attributes because I think it's like where Andy and Tomlin thrive in just like, because again, it's unavoidable that weird shit and chaos is going to, wait, wait, our uh, our star pass rusher just, you know, some, you know, just demanding a trade or beat up some people just, it's football's modern day playmakers, right? Crazy things always happen. No one, once the season ended, would have imagined that Jeff Darlington tweet. And then it happened and it kind of got weird. And like Kyle said, it got weird for you guys on the outside, just kind of reiterating the same things over and over. I, I'm not thinking like that. Now, is that just an easy thing for him to say? Because we're like, yeah, what's, what are they really talking about? Or they had similar conversations as some of us, for sure. But ultimately, another seamless transition. Yeah. Uh, in the end, it's seamless. Maybe there were moments, even internally, where it wasn't seamless. But in the end, it's seamless. So, butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year, you get salmon chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it. 
for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at game time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called game time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M. Save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Does it mean that Kyle Shanahan is going to use this guy differently? I think is one of the questions that we'll get asked on Monday. What do you think? Well, I think the, you know, we always talk about this in like baseball, like guys don't hit free agents until like they're 31. And then you're like, well, the best years are behind them. In the NFL, when you hit on a mid-round pick, you do extend them after his third year. Happened to George Kittle. It's happened to just all those sweet running backs that were drafting like the second, third rounds over the year. It happens to a lot of great players, right? They're drafted after the first round. And you're getting a guy, a star player, Debo Samuel, in the prime of his career. And I do think when you pay a large sum of money, it's all relative, right? It's crazy. Like, he got $58 million relative to, like, quarterbacks. I mean, Kyler just got 160. It just shows you, like, the difference. You know, Debo was a better football player in a vacuum than Kyler Murray last year. And a way better guy. They like him. And Kyler gets, you know, almost 3x what Debo got. But it's just, it is what it is. But you do need, once you pay the guy, you do need him to maintain his level of play, right? You need him to continue, even if it's not quite last year. I think the Niners are looking at minimum for the next two years for him to be a Pro Bowl level player. 
right? The Niners pay Trent Williams, immediate all pro. You don't even worry about it. I think you feel Nick Bosa, as long as he's healthy, star, right? Fred Warner's a good example. They paid him. And remember like half the year, it was kind of going weird. And even yeah. he's like, God, I'm not playing that well. I'm putting pressure on myself to live up. And then by the end of the season, he loosened up. And those last like couple games in the playoffs, you're like this is the Fred Warner that they paid. But ultimately, like I think they would tell you, we need that Fred Warner every game. You know, we need G- George. When George is on the field, he impacts the game. And to me, when you pay a guy in in football, like a lot of money, and that's what wide receivers, tackles, corners, obviously quarterbacks, you need them to sustain their level of play because they're young. Like this is not you're not paying a 31 year old, right? Debo is is a young, he's 25 26. years old, 26, like 26, 27, 28. I mean, that's look, look, you and I talked a lot about leading up to this. Why Cup, Cheetah, and Devontae were going to get more money than this crew. Well, because they're 26, 27, 28, 29 years, all those guys were going to Pro Bowls every year, right? Those guys lived up to their second contract. That's why all of them got third contracts. So Debo and his other guys, McLaren, DK, AJ, all these teams are looking for these guys to maintain that level of play. Yeah. I think Kyle's going to get asked about this, right? Like, did you and Debo agree on how to use them? Because Debo, because Kyle Shanahan said last week that him and Debo are on the same page. The reality is, I think, that Kyle Shanahan doesn't want to give Debo the ball on handoffs 59 times, as much as Debo doesn't want to carry the ball 59 times. Not because it doesn't work, but because it puts Debo in danger in the same way every one of Kyle Shanahan's running backs is in danger. And it usually bites those guys because they, they run die. they run really hard in short areas and there's big collisions. I saw Mostert's Mostert's alive in Miami. I saw McDaniels. Well, I mean, I, I have Mike ain't about to put him through some different program. I mean, he's gonna get <laughs> no. the same operation there. But ideally, Debo in space, down the field, even some bubble screens, maybe, but away from the big bodies and the downhill hits, that's what's ideal for him. I was thinking about it like an F1 driver, right? Like Lewis Hamilton drives his Mercedes differently than your average consumer drives their Mercedes because Lewis can put that thing in a wall. They'll just give him a new one. Now, every once in a while, you want to use the AMG that you paid $110,000 for, John, and you want to open that bad boy up. I think the guy's a little more than $130,000, <laughs> whatever it costs. Right. You don't put that badge on the back just to drop off kids at soccer practice. Maybe you do. And I think Kyle would Kyle wants to use him a little bit more like your average consumer when he's got to when he's got to use the maximum capacity of the Debo engine. He'll use it. But that thing's going to break down if you're using it like Lewis Hamilton. Actually, Lewis's car isn't doing so well this year. Yeah, they've had a rough year. Yeah, yeah rough year. <laughs> but isn't Verstappen in a Mercedes, too? I mean, different yeah, team, so but might just Mercedes be engine off. on that bad boy. Yeah. I thought somebody could correct me on my F1. Haven't watched the show, and, you know, I'm like five seasons behind, so things could have changed. But I think for Debo, it's not about we're never going to use you this way or we're always going to use you this way. It's when we need to use you this way, we're going to use you this way. And I think that's part of why Kyle said, let's get off to a fast start, right? We don't want to have to be playing these desperate situations like Madison Bumgarner didn't have to tell Bruce Bochy after they won the 2014 World Series. Boch, don't pitch me every three days and use me for four innings out of the bullpen. Like everybody kind of understood break glass in case of emergency. That's what we got to do. I don't think Kyle wants to do it necessarily. And he does have another runner this year in Trey Lance. Same situation. You don't want to run Trey Lance 19 times a game. But there will be some opportunities. I don't think it's 
I, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a big issue because they just signed this guy. They can't be running him through every traffic seven you know, to 12 times a game. Drafted a running back really high who is really good. You know, I, I think most people in the league value the LSU price very highly. And he's a physical guy, and Kyle might run him into the ground fast. Uh, Elijah Mitchell last year, it was pretty clear immediately. You're like, God, this guy's a sweet six-round pick. And he was a starting running back for their team whenever he was healthy. So, to me, they're running backs. Part of it last year, now, even if they would have had Walter Payton, when Debo was sad having success, like you would have still ran some plays for him in the backfield, right? There is no, let's say Mitchell and Price immediately like look like an unreal two-headed monster. In the back of your mind, like those guys need a breather. You're like, well, uh, 19, uh, you know, you want to run that play we ran against the Packers? <laughs> you know, it's like, I mean, John, what? are you sure it wasn't Walter Payton? His rushing touchdown distances 16 yards, 10 yards, 27 yards, 3 yards, 20 yards, 25 yards, 8 yards, 13 yards. I mean, those are. Well, and well, here's the thing with Debo he is not Amari Cooper, you know, Cooper Cup out there running nine routes on the route tree. When I think of Debo, he runs like an out a slant, and he can kind of go deep and some, like, digs and ends. But I, I don't view him as just, like, this route technician. And, may, and listen, part of being a good football player is always looking to improve, adding to your arsenal, improving as a route runner, and you become more of a dominant outside wide receiver. Because the one thing he has, right, no one questions his hands. If he's open, throw it to him. He can catch it all. It's just, do you feel comfortable running him all the different routes? Uh, obviously, their coach is incredible at getting guys open. But I, I do think you just – and I remember talking to Kyle about this briefly at the Combine a couple years ago when George's contract was up. And I asked him in a little media scrum, being a big J, like, you guys are about to pay him a lot of money. Ironically, it's way less than this. <laughs> I mean, it's like, what was George's guarantee, like 31 or 34? It was nothing. It's crazy how cheap George Kittle is. But it's like George, the way he plays – and you're probably thinking, like, we're paying him $30 million guaranteed. Like, he can just play like he plays, you know? But, like, it's hard. Those guys, there's no just – you run out of bounds because Debo's kind of similar. When Debo, the ball's in his hands, he ain't running away from people. He was like, I'll go right through you because you don't want to tackle me, and more than likely I can break the tackle. So it's just a balance. I mean, it's it, there's not a perfect answer because when George gets used, what does George usually do? Like, oh, George's going to run out of bounds. No, actually, he's going to take on seven linebackers. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I, I think both those guys, their greatest strength is also the thing that kind of you hold your breath on, and George has battled some injuries. Obviously, Debo does too. And part of it is just they take crazy collisions. Yeah, They, they, they really do. And I, I, I don't think you just flip the switch on that. I think that's kind of who you are. It's but but that's what makes them for. great. Yeah. yeah. It's that that desire that shows itself in the physical. But isn't part. that why, like, you know, when you show up with those guys against the Dallas Cowboys, you're just more – you're tougher than them? Yeah, when, that's why you, you got a to, shot on the road in, in the cold against the Packers. You got it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely the Packers is a great example. The, the pa- but the Packers is too because like their mindset, their physical toughness and mental toughness, those type players, that shit translates in frigid conditions, right? Yeah. Not 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 every California team, I would say, would translate, right? Just historically, or or Southern teams, right? It's just that's a tough environment. You back when the Giants went in there and won, like Eli's team, you just got to be tough, and that's the one thing the Niners. Their guy, their best players, their highest paid players are just fucking tough, you know. And that's it's why you feel good about them, kind of in the trenches when it gets ugly, and they, and they kind of play. Let's face it, and it can be beautiful because they have incredible offensive talent, but they, they do kind of like 
uglying it up, you know, getting in just like, let's just throw body blows. And well, Debo's you, a huge part of that. Soft teams don't run the ball well. Right. And this no. is a running team. Yeah. First it, it's all, it's also level. why, and we'll see this at practice over this next week. And I've talked to a buddy in the NFL who was like, you know, at practice, until the pads come on, it's basically a seven-on-seven seven practice because you don't run the ball. And now they have those things on helmets. They're being very, very careful, right? Just the – it's not an overreaction, but the league has gone over the top since the CTE and the pushback years ago, right? The rules, the helmet thing. The 49ers are a running team. Like, Kyle should run defense. And then some cool screens and stuff to the wide receivers. But it's like Trey Lance, they don't want to play like Patrick Mahomes. So when these throw, like part of it is like even Debo's plays are easier plays, a quick slant, a quick out that then the yak bros, he breaks a tackle and goes 30, right? He spins around and takes it across the field for a 38 yard gain and gets tackled on the other side of the field by the safety over there. You know, that's kind of who the 49ers are. So it's like, if, if you just look like Mahomes. And I'm not I'm not trying to defend Trey Lance here, but that is Kyle does not just want to drop back and pass. And that's what practice is until the pads come on. And even Kyle's admitted, like, we can't, it's individual for our line our O linemen until the pads come on because we can't, it's just you can't do anything. But it's yeah. all over the league, you know? Yep. And this guy, like George, I would say, are gonna be immediately obviously him and Ayuk are build up a connection, but you just got to rely on those guys for Trey. And luckily their coach schemes those two guys open a lot. Well, and George hasn't changed the way he plays since he got paid, right? Uh, getting paid is usually feels and 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 is um it's it's a celebration of an accomplishment for what you've done. It's a reward for what you've done is one way to look at it. But if you're Parag and the Niners, John Lynch, it's it's you're getting paid for what you are about to do. Right. Yeah. We're trying to win the Super Bowl. This is the bill. We are, this is not the, we are not sending you this check for the work you did. That money's already been paid. You are getting paid now for, you just put in a bid. You proposed, we're going to do this work for you guys the next four years. And that's what this money's for. And that is still, anytime anybody signs a big contract, right? That's the question. You've been in these meetings. I'm sure that everyone in the front office has, like, all right, you know, the player exhales when he gets paid. Yeah. The team inhales and goes, the player's like, "Ah." so that's, you know, I would imagine if you're the Niners, that's still part. It's just with anybody that happens with the Niners have had success with their core group, right? The three recent guys, Fred was the rockiest, but it was just because he was pressing. It's not because you don't, you feel very good about him. Kittle immediately still normal. George Kittle, Trent didn't notice it. Now Trent been rich for a long time. He just stays right. And I think they Debo and Bosa, if they just can maintain their level of play, this is going to be, this is one of the better teams in the NFL. And that, and that's where Trey just, just got to steer the ship. We, we don't need you to be Lewis Hamilton, pass every fucking car on the, you know, on the track. All right. On that note, big week ahead, everybody. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for checking out the emergency uh, breaking news show. Share it with uh, your friends and your enemies. Anything else? Yeah, you need to bring your notepad. We're going to chart every single throw, down, distance. Uh, Also, we're going to do like a chart where in the vicinity, high, low, right, left, you know, very in-depth. You know, you think Lombardi and Cone are charting. Wait till you see our Farhan breakdown. We're going to be out there just like seven degrees high, catchable. 
I could bring my little uh, my Bushnell rangefinder. I like you know, that. Maybe, maybe get exact distances. <laughs> if it hits your hands, you should have caught it. That's a drop. Yeah. Touch it, clutch it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.